are listening to the Oakland Asian Mom Podcast. So, welcome to our podcast. It's been a minute um, since we had our last recording, but uh, the the wait was worth it because we have two very, very special guests. Um, well, we have Cheryl with her two sons, Zakai and Santi, and... Zakai and Santi went to the Philippines for the very first time. So they're going to talk to us a bit about that big family trip that they took. But first, um, let's see, Zakai, where yes. did you grow up? Where is home for you? And what are your ethnic and cultural roots? Um. Well, so I grew up in, I guess, home for me is Oakland, still. Um, I kind of have a home in like San Mateo or Alameda because that's where like I sometimes go visit my cousins and family. Um, and uh, my ethnic roots are in China and the Philippines. Mm, and how old are you? I am 11 years old. And in sixth grade, right? Yes. Yes, he's in sixth grade. <laughs> okay, thank you, Zakai. So Santi, same question for you. How old are you? Where did you grow up? Where is home? And what are your ethnic and cultural roots? So I call home like my house specifically and with my family. So anywhere mm. where my family is, I call that home. And my um where I'm from is the Philippines and China in my culture and I am nine years old and that's pretty much it okay great so you both took a big trip to the Philippines um and this is where your grandparents are are all from um so can you describe your trip in three words and Santi how about we start with you my first word is different oh then the reason why i say different is because it is very different to see a different country and even a different continent because i've never been out of the united states Mm -hmm. actually i have been out of the united states but out of north america right north america Mm, yep different that's and it was very different because it like I felt like everybody's many people spoke English, but many people also spoke um, the language there Tagalog. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I didn't really know how to speak to them that much, but I did. Oh, so interesting. That's why I felt different. Okay. And also, I felt like it was amazing because I felt like. I, I I still couldn't believe I was in a different continent and a different country. <laughs> so I just felt like it was really amazing for me. Mm-hmm. And also, it was really yummy. Yummy. Good food. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. And how about you, Zakai? Um, my first word is, it was very fun, I guess. Um, I got to do a lot of things that I haven't done before. Example, um, we went to a underground river, which is classified as one of the seven natural wonders of the world, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, We went, and we also went to like island hopping, which is something you can't really do in California. 
Um, we also met a lot of my cousins who lived exclusively in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, my second word is probably surprising. Okay. There was a lot of different, I guess, like, people. Like, some people were, like, I guess, like, economically, I guess, because there were some people who, like, let's say, like, our cousins, they had a lot of, like, money, and they had, like, a lot of, like, housing. Um, But the, like, another part is, like, there were some people that were, Maybe not as, like, rich. Like, there were some people who were, like, coming up to us asking us to buy things, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think you can do in America, but, yeah. And there was a lot of people, I guess, like, doing a lot of things that I don't think I've seen before. But it was also surprising in a good way. I got to meet some of my cousins, my family. Um, and yeah. And what about your last word? Or did you already Um, do three? What you did fun? I did two. Surprising. And. No. Yeah. And maybe. I think different is a good way to describe it. Kind of like what Santi did. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot of differences between here and America. America, there's a lot of. Uh, I guess trash on the ground. <laughs> it's, it's like some parts of it is dirty, but there's also a lot of nice things. And the Philippines, mm, there it's really it's also really hot. And in California, it's like very very the wa- weather is very different. Mm. Um, yeah, it can change a lot. But in the Philippines, it's basically like it's either rainy. Or it's warm. Mm. Like, like it's never like under sixty degrees. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, so okay. Yeah. How about me? Do I get to do the three words too? Or just <laughs> our special guest? You're not on the this <laughs> I'm not on the agenda. You're not on the agenda, Mom. Okay. okay. No, we'd be happy. No, we'd be happy to hear your three words. For the words spotlight. Too. We're supposed to be the spotlight. Oh, I know. That's right. Okay. Well, I know I'm not. I didn't. It wasn't my question, but I'll just give one. It's word. okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, so I would say magical for magical. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because um, just because hearing the boys now hear their words, it still rings true that the trip, planning for the trip, being there. Um, and then also leaving and processing what it was all about still has this thread of like magic to it because yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, can't believe we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and can't believe um, a lot of the hopes that James and I had for the trip were fulfilled in some ways, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it was that way. And you had started planning for this trip. How far in advance? Like, um, I want to say you started talking about it a year ago, but I don't know if it was. Yeah, we booked the tickets summer. Of, okay. So six months before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are we talking about what motivated me to take this trip a little bit? Um. Or do you want to sh- wait for that? Yeah, maybe. Let's see. 
let's let's go back to Santi's word. Santi, you said yummy. So speaking of yummy, what was the most delicious thing you all ate? That's a hard one. That's a hard one. I mean, they're all delicious. They're all <laughs> very good. What was really good, even if it's just something you ate, you know, at breakfast or dinner? Can you remember? Well, when we went to my cousin's place, her grandma or my great aunt, kind of, she made some really good meat and good, mm. like, we have a food called adobo. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. Ooh. So Kai, how about for you? Best thing you ate? Um, It's pretty hard, I guess, for me. Because basically, I'll eat a lot of stuff. Um, I remember, yes, the food at the place was really good. I remember we went on this um, island hopping. They gave us like a random meal. And it was really, really good. Like, I don't, I think mommy wasn't there. And, but it was really good. Like, I could, like, yeah, it was really good. It tasted, I guess, like all the, I don't, I don't know. I heard you, it was like a lot of fish and fresh fish and fresh uh, mangoes and things like that, right? That's yes, what they yes. prepared for of, you. There was pork. There was like a giant tub of rice, <laughs> and then everybody, mo mostly everybody, just like ate from it. So yeah, it was pretty good. Cool. And Cheryl, how about you? Um, I agree. Sometimes the best cooking is always like home cooking. Oh yeah. So like breakfast, every breakfast that we've had had like multiple, multiple dishes. It's like just breakfast. But in the Philippines, it's like serious business. Breakfast, you have rice, you have meat, you have fish, maybe tomatoes, maybe some vegetables, um, and then lots of fruit afterwards. It's like it's like a serious thing. Um, so I enjoyed that. I had to hold back after a while because I was like, oh my gosh, there was so much to eat. But there was a time we went to a hotel in Cebu and they had like a noodle bar for breakfast. Oh, I love a. And it I, was so uh, awesome. Yeah. I love it, a Asian hotel. Noodle breakfast. bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's called, I grew up eating it. Lola makes it boys. Um, it's called mommy. And, and, but then they kind of labeled it as like grandma's noodles and you mm. would just like stack and put whatever you want. And then they don't get into the broth and make it all like fresh for you. And so I think it's very comforting. Mm -hmm. So that was my, one of my favorite meals. Mm -hmm. So for Zakai and Santi, how was it visiting the place where your grandparents grew up and where your ancestors are from? Um, I'll answer first. We actually went to a gravesite where my aunts uncles and grandma and grandpas died i guess i don't know um we went to a gravesite um it's your great grandfather because that those were the graves of grand yes. grave sites of my grandfather so it would be your great grandfather so your your lolo's dad yeah it was mm, pretty sad it was like we also got to see the house my dad my grandpa founded which was pretty cool. 
Um, we also got to see a lot of the people, uh, a lot of new people, and for visiting, um, we actually went with my grandparents, and funny thing, my grandpa would tell a lot of random stories about, like, <laughs> life in the Philippines, mm. which was kind of cool. Oh, okay. A lot. <laughs> is is he? Does he talk about his life in the Philippines usually, or was it sort of a new side of him that you got to experience? It was a new side. I mean, he kind of talks to us it now, but I think because we actually saw the place, I think who might be open to talk, maybe talking to us more. Mm-hmm. And Santi, how about for you? How was it visiting the place that your ancestors are from? It was very different from what I expected. And I was also surprised that it was like there were so many islands because I knew there were a lot of islands, but there were just so many I saw. And also, yeah, same thing with my brother. We saw my the house my grandpa founded. And it was pretty cool. And it was very sad to also see the grave graveyard, I guess, of our great grandparents. Mm -hmm. But it was also, I was also very happy to, to be somewhere that I've never been. And that was the best thing for me. So going back to Cheryl, what motivated you to take this trip and what emotions did you have before, during, and after? Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I think um, the biggest motivation was uh, I went to the Philippines when I was, for the first time, when I was like six years old. So that's like, you know, over 40 years ago. And so I think it's always been a dream of mine, especially when I married um, your papa, knowing that both of our families have roots in the Philippines to, you know, when we had a family, we're like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to bring them back? Because the trip when I took when I was six years old and we stayed for like a month in the Philippines uh, and probably we stayed for like a couple of weeks in that house that the boys are referring to. It's the house by the river. My grand, my dad grew up in a very small town um, that was just like, there's like so many rivers. I think, boys, how many bridges do we have to cross just to get to Lolo's? Um, it was like five or six bridges, right? Seven. And we, seven, you counted. And we saw still fishermen in their boats, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, going out and getting fish and bringing it to the, to the marketplace. So. When I was a kid, it wasn't as congested. There wasn't that many cars and there wasn't as many um, maybe businesses. It was a little bit more open, but we could like walk around. And I remember like my cousins and I, we would just like walk around and just play and do whatever. And then we would just come back at nighttime. You know, I don't think that happens these days now, but there was very something special uh, to see the Philippines because you know we were raised being Filipino and being proud of who we are and to go back and to realize oh it, a, lot, a lot of things make sense when you go and get to visit the place where your family's from right 
So I kind of wanted that opportunity for the boys. Um, and also, you know, um, we have a community that we really like, you know, including you, Sarah, and our friends who have been on this podcast, who really want to like cultivate a sense of pride and learning and sharing of what it means to be who you are and your, your family. So I think that also inspired me to take the risk. Um, and I think the kids were, my boys were really ready. You know, they're at this age where they can, you know, carry their own backpack and just like <laughs> go with the flow. Um, and I, and, and to remember, you know, to have the, the development to remember what it was like um, to see and smell and taste all the different things in the Philippines, right? Um, so I think it was more like, I think my mom also tells a story like they didn't plan to go to the Philippines, but once, um, you know, we decided that we're going to go, I invited them and said, hey, do you think you'll you'll be able to go? And I think they're like, okay. So, you know, they're still there. They went a month ahead of us and they, uh-huh. they you know, and they left, you know, we left um, in early January and they're coming back in early February. So their trip was like two two months long yeah so they're enjoying and i think it's really um it's sort of uh so sweet to see um my grandparents there and welcoming us there and making arrangements for us and sort of like being with us even in the island hopping and all of that went um so i think it's just uh, a special time that i think my boys won't ever forget Mm -hmm. hopefully that's our hopes yeah (laughs) yeah so um kind of digging deeper into that like what dynamic did having the grandparents there add for you do you think the trip would have been um significantly different if if they hadn't gone I think so um you know I think when they talk about Lolo's telling stories that's very special you know um when my when I was growing up my dad talked about the Philippines and all that but I think sometimes um, he was not ready to, mm-hmm. you know, because he had just immigrated. Everything was kind of new still. And so I think my grand, my dad is, um, you know, has softened over the years and is sort of nostalgic about his time there. So I think it was also very special for him to see his, his grandsons there because they kept on, he kept on saying, you really want to go to my hometown and visit? There's really nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took like, you know, an hour and plus just to weave through the streets and find the place to get there. We literally didn't stay there that long. We just saw the river that was his backyard. We saw the house that the boys say founded, but he really, um, he He sent money back to the Philippines to build it Mm -hmm. because the house that he grew up in is no longer in existence, but the land is there. Mm -hmm. So he didn't grow up in that house, but he sent the money um, for my grandma to build it. Um, so yeah, I think actually, I don't think it would have been as magical without them. Yeah. 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 I, I have been, um, on trips to Korea, like where I've spent some time away from my parents and sometimes with, and I, I always feel as though there's a, a, like a depth to the experience when they're there and can kind of like, um, I see a different side of them. I think they are more free and um, I'm seeing them more in the context that they're from. So I feel like that has been a rich experience for me. Um, Santi and Zakai, you said some things were surprising and different. Zakai, you mentioned some things about 
you know, there being people who have a lot of money and people who don't, which is kind of sometimes how I feel about where we live too. But what were some things that felt hard or complicated about your trip? Wait, wait, I got something. Okay. So we visited a a like a city where where there's a bunch of old things and like old buildings and stuff. And we learned about how the Philippines has gone conquered by many things, by many countries. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really sad because it was also really scary because when when we were there, we went into a dungeon and we saw many like scary pictures, stories. And I think that's really sad because many people died. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think I'm thinking like, oh, the Philippines and Mexico conquered a lot. So mm-hmm. I think that's just really sad because it's like, yeah, it's sad to see to hear that many people die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Yeah, yeah. sometimes we connect it to how war continues today. That unfortunately, um, you know, the Philippines, like you're right, Santi, was conquered by several countries, kind of Spain, the U.S., occupied by Japan, and even Britain. Britain? And how, yeah, even oh, Britain. Oh, that one Britain. I didn't know. Yeah, and so... What he's talking about is the walled city within Manila, um, where uh, a na- our national hero, Jose Rizal, who was sort of a philosopher, physician, who really wrote against the occupation and colonization of the Spaniards, right? And so we learned a lot about the historical, um, you know, conquering, but also, um, you know, also the resistance and the, the strength that the people had to try to fight against it, too. So I hear you, Santi. And then, you know, we talk about what's happening in the world today, Russia, Ukraine, um, and Palestine. So I think the sadness still continues about uh, that war still continues in our in our world even now. Is that history pretty well preserved in the Philippines? Like, you know, colonialism and documentation of of that time? I think yes and no, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so, it was... We went to this um, this place called Bataan. It was a trip that we took for oh, one yeah. day. And it's kind of like an hour and a half from my dad's hometown. And um, we were going to a little mountain resort just to like get away from the city. And um, Bataan has a very special moment in the Philippines. Um, I don't say special because that sounds so positive. Death March. Yeah, there's just something called the Bataan Death March where the Japanese, um, you know, had the Filipino soldiers and U.S. soldiers march it's like 65 miles. 70. 70 miles. That's what Lolo said. And then I think it's 60 kilometers. 60 kilometers. There was a debate. There was a debate. Wait, what? But um, it was like, but then my cousin who, who kind of knew about it, and she is the cousin that lives there, she goes, oh, maybe that's why there's all these memorials memorial on the same road Mm -hmm. she goes oh i think they're memorializing the different times that there were some you know people who died along the way Mm -hmm. you know it's sort of memorialist highway that that kind of memorializes the baton debt march so i feel like oh hearing her who's taken this journey 
many, many times, sometimes mm-hmm. twice a week to make that connection, right? That we were a country that was colonized for so many years. And, you know, uh, you know, the U.S. left the, the, the Philippines, gosh, in like 1945. That's not that long ago. That's right. Pretty... That's like before. Wait, when was Lolo born? Oh, Forty five or forty six. So my my mom was born in forty six. So I think at that point, Lolo was born in nineteen thirty one. Nineteen forty six. Lola. Oh, so never mind. I'm wrong. So it's like less than a hundred years to think that that's when the the U.S. left, mm-hmm. quote left, even though, um, you know, it has its impact and and you know on the Philippines. So. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing, you know, yeah. to learn about, and we're always relearning and and uh, and learning more deeply. But I think I'm really proud that the boys, you know, um, were able to go to the museums and to hear it directly from our, you know, the, some locals and sharing the wisdom there because it does make a difference, right? To not just read it in textbooks or hear it from stories, but to be there and to like, oh, this is the place where so and so you know, was um, jailed or this mm-hmm. is the place that, you know, uh, this, this, we, we went to this like Manila cathedral that was spared with all the bombing that happened in mm-hmm. Manila, right? It was because the UN said, okay, let's, it was, they agreed upon, don't bomb this church. It has like a red X on it oh. so that the bombers wouldn't bomb it. And it yeah. was, that was on the horse tour, right? Yeah, that was the Kalesa tour. We were in a horse-drawn carriage to go in this walled city, mm-hmm. this Cabo Street city, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in Intramuros. So I think um, history just becomes more alive and more relevant, like mm-hmm. when you get to visit those kind of things. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of somber, but it's such an important part of our history as our people. Yeah. Our people, yeah. Zakai, how about for you, something that felt a little hard or complicated? Um. You know, the trip was mostly easygoing. Um, we had a lot of, like, different trips to different places. Um, I do remember that during the trip, at the top of my head, I can't think of one right now. Okay. But most of the trip was pretty, pretty good. So That's great. Yeah. This isn't a prepared question, but I'm, I'm curious, maybe Cheryl, you'll have m- most to say about this, but what was your experience being Filipino American there? Like, do people treat you differently? It, are people, um, you know, just w- what was that like? Cheryl, I'll, I'll ask you that question. Actually, I, 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 because a lot of my family does speak English, it didn't feel like there was some communication barriers. Um, and like I think Zakai alluded to, we have family that are not so well off, you know? And then we have family that are like pretty well off that they've done really well for themselves or are hustle, hustling and have a great business. So it felt like we could like kind of navigate through that because I think our experience in Oakland also mirrors that, you know, there's a lot of people that we see have less than us and a lot of people that we see that may have more mm-hmm. um but I feel like it wasn't such a big deal I don't know mm. being Filipino I think if anything um my cousins because we spent a lot of time with family we didn't really spend time with like outside of that um I think they were sort of 
not surprised I came, but just like, oh, so they're just kind of happy to welcome us, mm-hmm. you know? And I think my mom, when she talked about planning the trip, she truly frames it as like, oh, she really, you know, Cheryl wanted to have this trip happen because she just really wants to expose her kids to our our homeland. Mm-hmm. And I think people really took that mm-hmm. in a sweet, kind way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not a way to judge me, just to be yeah. like, oh, that's so awesome, you know? And, you know, of course they say, when are you going to come back? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think some folks realize that's kind of hard to come back because mm. it costs like a lot of money and yeah. time and everything. Um, but they do it in such an earnest way that it's so genuine of like, yeah, just come stay with us, you know, um, no problem. I think uh, a value that we have in the boys experience is the sense of hospitality and mm-hmm. warmth mm-hmm. that we just feel like right off from the bat, even from the strangers who work you know, at the resorts that we, or hotels that we stayed at to my like cousins or my, even my cousin's friends who I never met. They're mm-hmm. so nice, you know? Yeah, they um, are. They are. <laughs> yeah. So welcoming. Um, so I think there's just a lot of exchanges of like what it's like to live in America. Like remember Santi, the first time that we arrived, like my dad and my aunt and my niece were there to pick us up. You know, Uh Santi was sitting there with his cousin who he's never met before. And they're just bantering about what life is like at school, right? You were asking her, I'm in fourth grade and my school's like this. What math are you learning? And my niece is like in third grade. And she was saying, I'm learning this. So I think Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much genuine curiosity about Mm -hmm. what is life life like in the Philippines versus what's life like in the the States, Mm -hmm. you know? So what is something that you missed about Oakland or appreciate more about Oakland after your trip? Um, I guess I would I say, <laughs> I would say that something I appreciate about Oakland, there's a lot more poverty in the Philippines. Um, Maybe people don't have like, high the highest paying jobs maybe people don't have like enough money to support like maybe their family um as i said before a lot of people are just walking up to us asking us to sell some like toy or food or necklace Mm -hmm. and yeah but in america or oakland you, um, I feel like there's a lot more. Yes, there are some people who are homeless, but there's also a lot of more, like, um, just less poverty. There's more people who can have good sustaining jobs, who have enough money. Um, as they as they say, the American dream is to come over here. So you can have more money, more jobs. And I think that that made me maybe a little, if it's just a little bit, maybe a little bit more grateful that I have the chance to live in a house or in a family that I can um, maybe like get my needs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Santi, how about for you? Uh, what was the question again? What made you, uh, what what did you appreciate more about Oakland or what did you miss about Oakland? Um, something I missed about Oakland 
is that it's it's much more like I can like communicate with people there more and I know more people there. Mm -hmm. So I was I I love the Philippines and, and it was really fun to do it. But I did also miss a lot of people like my friends mm -hmm. at school. Um, friends at church and I felt like I felt like I wanted to go home but I also felt like I wanted to stay because <laughs> it was something I went like something I might not do very often mm -hmm. I don't do very often yeah so I I think that's something yeah and that's kind of the only thing because mm. I like I like being there a lot so mm -hmm. And how about for you, Cheryl? What did I miss about Oakland? Mm -hmm. Or appreciate more since oh, your return? Like just life here. Um, yeah, I think in the Philippines, um, there's so much traffic. Well, I'm, particular, I'm talking about Manila or like getting places. Um, because we have a car mm -hmm. here in Oakland, it's just so easy. You just get yeah. in your car and you go, right? Um, and yes, we were guests, so we didn't have our own car and we always had to negotiate that. But um, yeah, I think there's this like kind of freedom or independence just to mm -hmm. go and do something and it feels very easy and accessible. Yeah. In the Philippines, I feel like, um, you know, when you're well off, you usually have a compound and you mm -hmm. have like a couple, a car or two and you have like a driver and there's a lot of like helping staff mm -hmm. there. So uh, there's a lot of helpers, you know, again, if you're kind of well off or you could pay someone to do that. But here there's a certain kind of independence where I sort of enjoy, right? Like, even mm. though I had to do my dishes because no one's helping me with my dishes, <laughs> I could drive my car and go to the store just like that mm -hmm. and come back in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Everything in the Philippines, even in the province, takes a long time, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of miss that. I kind of missed the variety of food. Like yeah, I, I was going to say, no one, food. no one said tacos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had like Japanese food. We were there. We had like yeah. all sorts of different food. Cause after a while I was like, okay, can we just get like American food mm -hmm. or, um, so I think I kind of missed that. Um, yeah, I, those are the main, and you know, there's nothing about, there's nothing like California weather, oh, you yeah. know, and there's like no bugs here. Like oh, there's yeah. still a lot of bugs. Yeah. It wasn't even that hot. Like I'm in the summer is really is probably gonna be mosquitoes. More. A lot of mosquitoes. Oh, we are so spoiled. Cockroaches. Here. Yeah, cockroaches. Especially so in like, the East Bay, I think. Yeah. And like yeah. a little lizards that just fly everywhere in the house. Oh, I mean, gosh. they don't bother me, but I'm like, oh man, here in California, we don't got no bugs. Yeah. We do and don't, right? So yeah. I feel like oh, we do. Yeah. And, you know, because we were in the city, sometimes there's not um, just nature for nature itself. Like I missed mm -hmm. like parks and, um, you know, beaches in the, yeah, like there are parks um, in different places in the Philippines, but they're not like walkable. It's not like here where you could walk to a park or you could just play and it's, it's maintained. Like, so I think I missed that part mm -hmm. and i and i not i mean we, we went to different islands so um maybe this a smaller island has those types of things but mm -hmm. in the city life it's it's not as accessible so i do i did miss um the freedom of just taking a walk mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and going out um 
outdoors and just just seeing more nature. What is the air quality quality like in Manila? Actually, it's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, they're doing a lot of work to uh, to clean up the rivers, to clean mm-hmm. up all these things, and um, you know, there's like parts of Manila that never existed 20 years ago because they fill in the land. Oh. So there's whole boulevards of like um, hotels and fancy condos, you know, that, could be, that like never existed before. Mm-hmm. So there is definitely money, which I think we call it Balakbayans, Balakbayan, mm-hmm. returning back to the country. Like my parents would be Balakbayans. Mm-hmm. They came back. And um, so a lot of those are either American or whoever, you know, part of the diaspora that come back and invest and buy mm-hmm. condos in manila so Mm -hmm. so it's an interesting take you know my parents always get amazed whenever they go back i'm like wow that casino wasn't there before Mm -hmm. you know um so there's a lot of business that happens so Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's interesting and to see the landscape change so much over time when when was your last visit cheryl i went in 2005 oh so So, almost 20 years yeah i was a young person Uh and i did like a uh, like an urban kind of mission trip there living in the slums. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to see family a lot. I didn't get to do a lot of traveling, but got to be there on my own and did a lot of like daily life stuff mm-hmm. that my parents were still like boggled. That I did. <laughs> and what about for your husband? When was the last time he was I there? I think he went in like 2008. Okay. So for both of you, it had been a, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what is something that you would love to do again the next time you go to the Philippines and something that you wanted to do but weren't able to do on this trip? Sati, you want to answer that? Do you have an answer for it, Sati? Mm-hmm. Is there something that um, you want to do when you go back? Or something you didn't get to do this time that you want to do next time? Uh... I mean, I don't really know a lot like about like the tour places mm-hmm. that much because you know I have ever I've never been there, <laughs> so I don't really know much about like where the good tour places are. Mm-hmm. But something I might want to do when I go back is island hopping. Mm, yeah, they. I love think that, that was one of my favorites. Cause, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. Because for like the first half, we didn't go to any beaches yes. or anything. So I was like, please, I just want to go to a beach and have fun. Yes. Yeah, so so Sarah, really like fun. when we landed in Manila, and Manila is like very urban, mm-hmm. right? He landed, he goes, where's the beach, mom? He's like, the Philippines are islands, right? Where's the beach? And I'm like, oh, son, we'll get there. There's no beach in Manila. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there no like beaches really that people go to well there's Uh like water and a bay but Uh it's not like santa monica Mm, beach you know where people are just like hanging out and you know it's like the port of oakland yeah yeah it's like (laughs) not really beach it's not even alameda beach yeah Um, so we had Uh to wait a little bit yeah Um, but so island hopping so you so you go on the plane and go to different islands for like a day or two or like how does that work a boat oh wow yeah we were in we went to palawan which Uh we we flew to palawan which is a small island it's like very tropical very clean and then um we take a little tour we get out you know where 
there's like a boat that takes you to different islands for the day. Oh, and and, to, yeah. uh-huh. and the islands are close enough that you can go to multiple ones. Oh, and, totally. There's yeah. over like 7,000 islands yeah, in the Philippines. So yeah. there's Amazing. all these little islands where you can go. And there's a, I think there's an island they, they went that like had all these starfish. Um, they had an island where they jumped off like the boat and did some diving into, oh, the, wow. into the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all this like it's like a small motorboat where it's like really loud, you know, like, <laughs> it's like you know, um, but that's just how it goes. Right. Uh-huh. It's just like a little small boat and you have your little life dress and no one could talk because it's super loud. Oh, and oh go from island cool. to island. <laughs> so how about for you, Zakai? Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> Wait, what was the question again? What What's something like... you want to do again? when you go back and what's something that you weren't able to do that you want to go and do next time if if you know um i would say i did a lot there i would like to go back to visit my cousins yeah but yeah i don't think there's that much Mm -hmm. that i want to do partially because i don't really know what i want to do Same. Or maybe your mom just planned the perfect. Yeah, yeah. Trip. I think I'll just, I'll my I'll leave my mom like to the plan, and then uh, someday you'll have to I'll do it though. Along. Someday you'll have to do it uh, though. Someday. Yeah. I'm just saying. So I'll, I'll, I will. I will go. I'll get to that bump when I cross it. So how long was the flight? Was it like ten hours? Um, all the flights put together or the first one? Oh my god, Maybe we just had getting so from, many from oh that's right. We had so many coming back. But I think if, layover, you, right? if you did a direct flight from SFO to Manila, then it would, it would be, be like 15. Uh, like 12 hours. Mm, okay. Yeah, if it was a direct flight, but it's those are like 15 rare. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so what's the most common like layover? Um, I would say um, Hong Kong or Taiwan. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we lay, we went to Japan first. And so from SFO to Japan is 11 hours direct. And then from Japan to the Philippines, it's four and a half hours. Oh, okay. Japan to the Philippines was kind of ironic. Ironic? Tell, tell me more. Because, well, Japan... Conquered or oh, kind of conquered the Philippines. Yeah. So that's kind of ironic. Yeah. Well, you know what? I am also from a people who was conquered by Japan. So we have that in common. Yep. yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Sarah, there, you know, there's so many Korean markets in the Philippines now. And, yes, there uh, are. And food. There is. Daiso. There's Daiso oh. in the. Oh, was it Daiso that we saw at the mall? Or is that in the. No, th- it was. Um, it was. Oh, I forgot. But that Daiso is Japanese, not Korean. I'll be missing. You know what? It, I heard it used to be Japanese and then it became Korean. Or I think Koreans like bought them out or something. But oh. yeah. Well, yeah, everybody was like when they're taking pictures, they're doing like the Korean thing with their thumb thing, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's that? They're like, oh, Koreans do that. Like, oh, okay. It's not like. No one does the oh, peace sign anymore. This now? They do this thing. Yeah, We're like, yeah. oh, okay. Can't we just smile? I'm like, we can just smile. <laughs> well, any any last thoughts? I mean, this was it was um it's great hearing from you all about how your trip went. Any 
any last thoughts for our our, our listeners? I would um, recommend it. Okay. I would, rec- I would also I would also recommend going <laughs> to the Philippines. Nice. Okay, Sarah, I was gonna ask, this is a little bit self-serving, but I wanted to ask my kids what they think yes? their super their their Asian mom superpower was. Oh, what me? each of the yeah what your Asian mom superpower? Yeah, is? yeah. I, I wanted to do that since we have this is like a very special sure. thing. So okay, Zakai and Santi, we usually ask the guests at the end of our show. You know, we 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 um interview not exclusively, but a lot of Asian moms, right? So we ask them, mm-hmm. "What is your Asian mom superpower?" Or what is some what is your favorite Asian mom saying? I don't know if you if it's, if you understand. So, do you, so if you had to name my superpower as your mom, what would it? Oh, be? I know. Or I know. do you? Or is there something I say to you all the time that's like, oh my god, that's my mom. She says this to me all the time. Eat in the kitchen. Get, no, I don't say that. That's almost. Get off your iPad. That's get what I said. Okay. Okay. Got off his iPad. Where did you go? Kai, where did you go? He He's pressed like, leave. Nope. Oh. Okay, Uh-oh. Santi, what is what is my by my superpower? My mom's superpower. Your superpower is planning. Oh wow. You're okay. really good at planning. Thank wow, you. he knows. He knows. He sees wow. you, mama. Because I've said like I've said like one summer my mom planned something. Well, it's not this is not that bad, but my once on my mom plans something, once we do it, she's already planning for the next like two summers. Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, really your good. mom has like ten that's trips true. planned. She's, she's, she's planned summer break trip planned already. She's a mastermind. Yeah. yeah. How so about you, Zakai? She's, she's Einstein. Interesting. Um, I guess I would. I don't really know if I have. You have a saying. But I do really like how you, I guess your Asian mom superpower is like maybe good cooking. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes, good. Their cooking is really good. Oh, okay. That warms my heart, guys. Thank yeah. you. You don't have to buy me anything for Mother's Day. <laughs> for the next 10 Mother's Days? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> one. You'll give them a pass for one. Oh, that's oh, very good. I'm, oh wow, guys! I'm so happy you you really know me. Oh. Are you are you guys gonna do a um a, a episode on Mother's Day? Oh. Maybe we will. Yeah, yeah, maybe we will. Well, thank you all for sharing about your trip. It sounds like it was a an amazing intergenerational experience and like a um yeah something for for you to remember for many years to come so i'm glad that you were able to go and that it was great for everyone thanks for and yeah thanks for joining and thanks for listening thank you thank you okay Okay. take care and don't forget to call your mom